My name is Jamie Atkinson, founder of podcastclosing.com, and this show is built for six and seven figure entrepreneurs with podcasts who are looking to grow and scale their customer acquisition using that show. If you're a six or a seven figure entrepreneur with a podcast and you want to get featured on this show to talk about your own podcast journey, go to top100interview.com. Now over to your glamorous host, Brittany Chaterbock, and don't forget to subscribe for daily interview content. Hey guys, welcome back to the Six Figure Podcast Rebels. We have another Brittany on today along with myself. From stockbroker to multiple six-figure business coach, Brittany Budd empowers female entrepreneurs to become exactly who they are meant to be and who they want to be. That is exactly what she stands for. That is her mission. She's also the host of Grow and Get Rich Podcast. So thanks so much for jumping on today, Brittany. It's so exciting to have another Brittany on board. Yes. <laughs> How's I mean, it going? Squared. It's going amazing. Yes. How are you? <laughs> good, good. Thanks for taking the time out of your day to jump on with us. We're going to have some great conversation. You know, we'll talk about your business, your podcast, what's working, what's not, what's challenging. And um, so some great takeaways within that alone. But, you know, before we dive right into that, would you mind kind of going back and telling us a little bit about your journey, you know, because where you are today, it's just absolutely amazing. And I think that, you know, hearing about the journey would be great for our listeners. I would love to. So Brittany and I are fellow Canadians. So I'm, I'm in Canada. I'm on the East coast. She's from the West coast. Yeah. Um, I am a wife. I've been with my husband for 10 years. Um, we've been married for 10 years and we have three beautiful children. And before I was a business coach, I've been a business coach for two and a half years. And before that I was a stockbroker for seven years and being like a young woman, you know, my hair is blonde and hot pink. I was like in my late twenties, I was a young mom. I was not taken very seriously at all. Um, you know, cause you think of finances and stockbrokers and stuff. And you immediately think of like old guys in suits, like standing, you know, in, in the, the rooms with the things flying around and they're all screaming at each other and all the screaming, yeah. right? Like a little blonde girl, like I'm only five feet tall, like a little blonde girl with pink hair does not really fit in that stereotype. And so every time I went to meetings with potential clients or meetings with, you know, people within the investment world and different investment companies and things like that, people just assumed that I was someone's assistant and I was there to take notes. And so I was constantly put in this position to like elbow and fight my way to sit at the table with like the old boys, right? Constantly having to prove myself, especially to clients, especially to people on the outside. And I found like investing in stocks and things like that, all these kind of different ways to to play and use money as a tool and as a resource and, and do different things with it. I found it so interesting, but I quickly realized that I had really different passions in my life that were starting right. to light me up. And having a stockbroker background and understanding money differently than most, when I decided to kind of start sharing myself online, you know, the blonde and pink hair quickly became a part of the branding. I could never dye my hair back. Not that I ever could anyway, because it's so my personality, but it's like, that's how people identify me. And people started reaching out to me being like, you're marketing so well, 
your branding is gorgeous. Can you help me? Can you teach me? And it really quickly evolved into, I should be a business coach and consultant for online businesses. I know exactly what I'm doing. And I, so I launched my business February, 2020. <laughs> I love that. Into lockdown. <laughs> I was just going to say that's great. Like great and COVID just started, right? Or Right before everyone like went crazy. So it was March, 2020, we went into lockdown and like complete chaos ensued. And like, I had all three kids at home with me. My husband's an essential worker. I'm trying to homeschool. I'm trying to grow this business. I made over a hundred thousand dollars in my first year of business. I made over $200,000 last year in my business, but I do it all organically using Facebook. Perfect. Yeah. So I walked away from doing stocks and I just focus all of my energy on helping women get really fucking rich. Oh, am I allowed to swear? Yes, you are. Okay, yes. Good. <laughs> You're really fucking rich. But while they're home and they're doing the mom stuff, because, you know, I grew up with a mom that was home and right. you probably too. And now I actually that's did. Yeah. Not a thing. Yeah. That's not a it's thing. It's not anymore. a thing at all anymore. It. No. You need to have at least two incomes to run a household, but we still right. want to be with our kids. We still want to be present with our kids. And let's face it, daycare is taking up an entire paycheck, if not right. your entire month worth of paychecks. So like, what is the point here? And so I've just became really passionate about helping women understand money, how to make money, how to market, how to sell, and how to do it without hustling and getting burned out so they can still do things that are important to them. I love that. And you rocked it out the first year and then the second year, like it's incredible. Yeah. So tell me like, what was like your case, your intentions behind it was just like, I want to be at home with my kids and I want to help other women do that, do the same thing and make fucking a lot of money um, while, while being home. So what exactly did you start? How did you start it exactly? Like what were your first intent, like actions that you, you did to get this up and running? Yeah. So I actually found myself involved in like, if you're in the coaching world, you, you would probably resonate with the cult coaching. So I found myself in a cult coaching experience. And when I left, um, that experience, everyone was blacklisted from talking to me. Um, and so I very quickly was like, I got to get my own people, like supposed to support me and all the people that I thought were my friends. They were like not allowed to talk to me ever again. And it just turned into this very strange situation. And that so is I, so odd. I know uh, we could talk, we could do a whole episode just on this, but I started my own Facebook group and I was like, I'm just going to put what I know in this Facebook group. And I'm just going to put a ton of knowledge and a ton of value and hopefully it'll grow. And that was three years ago. Um, this month, actually, we, we wow. just had our third birthday and there are 4,300 people in that Facebook group. It's free group. And it's also called grow and get rich. And that is literally how I started. I just started helping people for free in there. And then very nervously told people, okay, if you want to work with me, it's $5,000 for six months of one-on-one coaching. And people just started snapping it up and snapping it up and snapping it up. And I, I make consistent offers. You know, you have to, as a, as a business owner, you can't turn the, the, the open sign off for <laughs> most no. of the time. You got to leave that on. And so like, I just consistently gave value and invited people to work with me. And you know, it's, it's evolved into more than $5,000 to work with me for six months privately right? Of course. programs, memberships. And it's just kind of evolved and scaled into something that's really beautiful. And that I'm still just as passionate about today as I was back then. 
I love this. And hearing like the success that, that came from it is incredible. So super, you. super exciting. That's amazing. Congrats, Brittany. Now, when did you, yeah. When did you start your, po- your podcast, uh, grow rich, grow and get rich. So the podcast has been around for a year now. Okay. And it's something that I very much love doing. I'm a big repurposer. So like, I love doing live videos and I will very often turn my live videos into podcast episodes because it's a completely different group of people over there. They're they're not necessarily in my Facebook group or hanging out with me on social media. My dad subscribes, like he's not on social media. He listens to my podcast. (laughs) Oh, that's the best. Oh, good, good. How do you think that it, it, it has like affected your business directly? Like, um, your podcast? I think podcasts are such a, I still think they're untapped. Yeah. I think people don't really realize the potential in podcasts, um, especially the way the markets are going. Like we've got a recession coming up and once upon a time, like the long form, the emotional storytelling, those kind of like just, you know, standalone posts, they worked, they worked like charms, but history is changing so much into audio, video, like even like I, I use anchor. I'm not fancy pants. I just use anchor and it puts, right. the, puts my podcast on all the platforms for me. And I'm like, this is great. And recently it was like, this do you want to upload the video with it that goes with this podcast? And I'm like, do I like everything's kind of evolving and changing and like reels are getting big pushes. Just the algorithm is just pushing video. So people are listening right. more than they're hanging out and reading now more than ever. And I think, like I said, I still think it's kind of an untapped market. It feels like everyone kind of has a podcast, but at the same time, like I talk to so many people who just don't have podcasts and I'm like, why? You why need one. Every, I think every business owner, needs, every entrepreneur should have one. Yes, yeah. And it's so easy. Like when I started mine, I had I was just kind of like uploading my Facebook lives into YouTube and I just like found right. this really great guy. His name's Joel Michaels. I found him on Fiverr. He's my podcast dude. And I was like, can you just like start downloading my YouTube channel and turning them into podcast episodes? And he was like, yeah. And I was like, yes, I will. Just, yes. It's so easy to just repurpose, but we overthink, right? Like, oh my goodness, right. I don't know where to start. I don't know what to do. I don't know what I'd talk about but you probably have a hundred or 200 or 500 Facebook lives that you've done over the course of your career that you could turn right, same thing. Episodes, do it. Yes. Yeah. Same purpose. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And with your podcast, do you, um, you know, do you do just interviews or do you a little bit of both solo and interviews or how does that work? It's mostly solo, but I do have some interviews with clients. Yeah, which is so fun to like talk about their journeys and where they came from because I work with women and moms like when they start seeing not only financial wins I mean the financial is so important too but it's the non-financial that kind of keeps you going right it's the right oh my goodness my kid wanted to join soccer and I actually got to say yes this year because we could afford it you have no idea like I'm crying because my kids been begging me and we couldn't afford it and now we can or my kid's sick today and I just got to snuggle them and I didn't have to do anything. Like you have no idea how much that means to me. Like, it's just that little thing. So you make me emotional right. saying it. And it's just like a made up example that I'm just like making up on the fly, but it's, it's those little things that are the most impactful and the most beautiful. Like, Oh, we have bills due and like an unexpected bill came up and I could just pay it. My husband and I, for the first time, didn't fight about it. Like, right. What? Right. This is That's the a, beauty. The beauty in it. Money. Right. Yeah. 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 Like and it's so much more 
than, than just, than just money. It's, it's the freedom of the bullshit. A hundred percent. Yeah. When I bring and you on, we talk about that stuff. <laughs> so you bring on the clients that you have already worked with kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do. Or we're kind of in the middle of still working together. So sometimes, That's amazing. You know, they've had so like like a testimony yeah like a testimony and share their story and obviously I'll let them showcase themselves as well I let them showcase themselves that's my whole jam I want them to get rich I want them to be marketing themselves so when they come on my podcast totally market yourself tell everyone exactly how they can find you I want my people to also hire you right right yeah I like this this is this all sounds amazing you know and um I was going to ask you a question in regards to, you know, monetizing, how do you monetize your podcast or do you? I, okay. So my podcast guy is amazing. He does all my show notes too. So I'm always plugging Perfect. because Perfect. How do you make money if you don't have the, the open sign turned on. Right. So I'm constantly right, like right. I'm doing this thing. I've got this thing going on. You can work with me here. And so I'm always like, I think every podcast episode is just, a story about me and how we can work together. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And talking about what you do and like your stories, like just yeah. being you and also just have, it attracts people to like, get to know you, you know, because yeah. they can just even before reaching out to you and stuff, they're listening in, you know, they're getting to know you. They kind of feel like they are able to connect with you. Even if you're not working, they can go listen to your podcast, you know? Um, So that's the great part about it. And that's why I agree with you. You know, I think every entrepreneur needs that, that podcast. Yeah. Yeah. And oftentimes like we only, like I only put an episode out a week. I think most people kind of do that just like one a week and then we're good. But if you have a completely different audience that's listening to your podcast versus like what you're doing on social media, I show up four or five times a day on social media. Yeah. So you have yeah. to, you definitely have to be promoting your stuff on your podcast because you're only getting in their ear once a week. It's not like they're right. constantly seeing you. They're walking past your storefront once a week. You've got to have that open sign turned yeah. on, lit up, being like, come in and Consistent. hang out in my store. Yes. Right. So yes, you have yeah. to, you have to, it's, it's. It's just another form of marketing when you're in business. Absolutely. I love that. That's exciting. And so what is your biggest focus this year and desire for the, for the podcast? Ooh, that's a good question. Or, or your business as well. Yeah. I want to hear from um, both. <laughs> perfect. So for like the, the things that I'm focusing right now on in my business are like obviously still growing. I think that that's always something yeah. serving my people. I, I, for a long time, I had this idea that like, once you hit a certain income level, you can just like step back and stop serving and stop showing up as much. And it's just a money printing machine and you can just wander away and do whatever you want. And the money just keeps coming. That's not true. I think that's kind of a, <laughs> a false narrative that's out there. I'm like, I love recording my podcast. I love doing Facebook lives. I love doing free coaching. I love doing all those things and just really serving. So my goals are always to have people first. If someone can come and listen to my podcast or hang out in one of my like social media places and get something out of it and take that something and go and implement it in their businesses and get a return on it, then I've done my job. Absolutely you know, you're creating that value and people are able to relate to it and it's helping them in one way or another. And that's super important, right? 
Yeah. And I mean, that's a good way to cut through the noise is when you're service first, because there's a ton of podcasts out there. There's a ton of Facebook experts out there and groups out right. there and a million people on Instagram and, you know, blah, blah, blah. It's easy to just kind of like talk about yourself, but if you're not giving people something that they can take and use something valuable that they can take and use and go and make their lives a little bit better, then like if you can get lost in that noise. And so how can I stand right. out and be a beacon for people that, you know, they're drawn to me and I can help them. Absolutely. Love it. And what would you find, or what would you say the hardest thing about run, having a podcast is? I know you mentioned, you know, it is quite easy. You know, you put, you have a podcasting um, guy and everything like that, but did you find any challenges, um, you know, getting the right traffic towards it or anything like that? Any challenges? Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's definitely like a new thing because like I said, I, I still think it's an untapped market. And so there are definitely right. people that listen to podcasts. But there's a lot of people that are just kind of like, I oh, know I don't really listen to podcasts. You know, I don't really do podcasts. It's not really my thing. And so like driving traffic is a huge one, but also consistency and going, mm -hmm. oh, I got to make time to record that episode. I got to make intentional time to pick that topic and right. like record it and get it to my guy and do it at a certain date so that he sends it back to me so I can publish right. it on time. It's just like, it's an, it's an added layer, but also like, I would say it's almost like a slower stream of income where you kind of, because it's only once a week, it's a little bit harder, a little bit slower, I'll say to convert those audience members and really build up that audience and get them to tune in every week. Yeah. It's more of an intentional effort of marketing the podcast and letting people know it even exists out there. Cause I think a lot of people right, think, right. Oh, I'm just going to start a podcast and people are just going to find it and then they're going to listen. And then it's going to be amazing. It's like, no. And there's so many out there. Like, you know, it's, it's not like that at all. You really have to promote it and stuff. Right. So. Yes. I met a woman once and she was like, I don't need to do any marketing because I have a website. And I was like, but how do people know that your website even exists? And she's like, they do because of the Google. And I was like, that's <laughs> not how that works. <laughs> well, was it a, like, was it kind of a lady, um, a little bit older than the two of yeah. us, you would say, I find yeah. like a lot of the time, you know, there's only yeah. one way like that they, uh, often see things, you know, yes. because it's so it's just, I think it's a generation. <laughs> it's definitely a generational thing. But I was like, are you running yeah. ads? So Google's promoting it. And she was just like, no, people are just going to find it. And I think people think that about podcasts though. They're just like, they I'm do put my podcast so out, open their Spotify and then boom, I'm just going to be on the top that day. And they're going to fall in love with me. It's like, no. <laughs> yeah. It <laughs> doesn't always it. work that way. Right. <laughs> You've got to build it up. <laughs> right, right, right. Oh, so if you were to say double your income, um, in one year's time, sorry, double your revenue and profit, what would you have to change or what would any of the new challenges be? Do you think? I think that the gut reaction when you ask someone that that is, well, I got to double what I, what I'm putting out. I got to mm -hmm. double my questions. I got to put out more podcasts. I got to make more offers. I got to put out more content. That's often not the case. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It's often about being really intentional about creating a scale plan and then right. doing less and focusing yeah. just on what works 
and not doing so much experimentation. Cause I think it's fun to experiment in business. Like I'm a manifesting generator. I put out new shit all the yeah. time. I'm just like, let's, yeah, do yeah. This. let's do that. But if I was like, okay, here we go. We're going for a million dollars. I would put all of my efforts into what I know works. Every works. Time. Mm-hmm. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Awesome. Well, what are, what you're doing, I think is absolutely amazing. And I, like I said yeah. earlier on the pre-interview, you know, we need more people out there just like you. You're, you're incredible. And you know, you're, you're very passionate about empowering women to do the same thing and be, you know, a powerful woman who's rich and who can work from wherever or from home and be there with their family, which is so important. So I love everything that you're doing. And um, I know we're getting close to the end of the episode here, but I wanted to make sure before jumping off, if anyone's looking to connect with you, what would be the best way? Facebook or Instagram, you know, it's just Brittany Bud. You can find me pretty easy blonde and hot pink hair like those are my places that I hang out the most you can definitely come hang out with me there and my podcast grow and get rich you can go listen love it love it and you guys have to go listen to it it's amazing and Brit's the best so uh check it out and uh stay connected thanks so much Brittany it was a pleasure having you on today and you sharing your valuable insights with everyone listening and I hope to get you on again in the future I would love that thanks for having me absolutely group if you're If you enjoyed this episode, please like and subscribe. If you're a six-figure entrepreneur or higher and want to come on just like lovely Brittany Bud did today for an interview, please go to podcastrebels.com. We'd love to have you on as well. Catch everybody on the next episode. Bye. Bye. Hey everyone, I hope you really enjoyed that episode. As always, if you want to listen to more daily interview content, make sure you subscribe. And here's three ways I can help you in your business for free. One, check out my video on how we're building a pipeline that produces 30 plus prime sales calls every single week using podcast setters and a basic interview funnel. And this is actually how I was able to quit social media forever. You can go to podcastrebels.com forward slash setters. Two, if you're a six or a seven figure entrepreneur with a podcast, we actually want to interview you on one of our top 100 shows. Head to top100interview.com and then three, download our podcast closing formula. It shows you how to create a podcast sales team that books out your sales calendar each week using the podcast closing client attraction method. And you can go to podcastrebels.com forward slash podcast formula. Now at podcastclosing.com, we help six and seven figure entrepreneurs with podcasts create a system for predictable client acquisition without relying on paid advertising or social media by building out podcast sales teams. Now, if you want help turning your podcast into a high ticket client acquisition machine, then book a call with our team to see how we can help. Go to podcastrebels.com forward slash chat. All right, guys, we'll see you in the next interview.